0: This is the Life Origami Podcast. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we will be reading to you from our book, The Lost Guru. Uncover the mental habits that prevent you from fully inhabiting your life and accessing your intrinsic wisdom. We'll read a portion of the book. Amethyst and I will have a conversation about it, and then we'll put them out three times a week until the book's complete. Enjoy the show. so welcome to the second installment of the lost guru our ebook uh, our audio book ebook and audio book the lost guru uncover the mental habits that prevent you from fully inhabiting your life and accessing your intrinsic wisdom in the last show we talked about the fact that we're going to talk about the 10 characteristics so that's what this show is about the second our second uh, reading of this 10 characteristics of people fully inhabiting their lives. So whether you identify with one or all of these perspectives we recorded from the last show that we've noticed people tend to have, there are at least 10 characteristics common amongst people who are fully inhabiting their life.
1: Well, number one, they face the truth about change. They understand... That without conscious awareness focus and true intent to change there will be no difference
0: number two self-knowledge is the beginning of mastery they make a decision to stop listening to others and begin to tap into their own self-knowledge archive and explore self-mastery
1: three the ability to see things as they are The magic of living a fully inhabited life is the ability to see life, people, and circumstances as they are, to see things the way they actually are. For example, reality. They don't get all wrapped up in wishing things were different.
0: Four, develop a conscious, intentional mindset. The one thing that affects everything else in their life is their mindset, which is congruent with their values and beliefs. This is the definition of integrity. When they live according to their own standards, then they realize that they are being true to themselves.
1: 5. Know the difference between goals versus results. They don't set goals if they aren't clear about what they want or have a compelling vision. They do not waste time chasing after vague ideas without a specific, meaningful, and defined result or outcome.
0: Six, step out of the comfort zone. For real change to occur, they know they must continually be learning and integrating it. They understand that change only occurs outside their comfort zone. They know Doing the same old thing will result in the same old results.
1: 7. Confront their resistance to change. They are always willing to pay attention to any resistance and tension because they know it will interfere with change. They are willing to embrace self-accountability, responsibility, and lean in lean in to the opportunity to try something new.
0: 8 constantly acquiring and developing new skills they are students of life they have the ability to extract valuable lessons insights and key distinctions from any experience positive or negative.
1: negative nine practice 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 they know that there are times when nothing replaces practice and they actively seek training opportunities to increase their self-awareness and competence
0: 10 open and ready to grow they are coachable and realize that there are times when they just need to think out loud with a trusted experienced confidant the question is where do you go now in order to learn these 10 fundamental characteristics and that's what we'll talk about on the next show now, Amy and I are going to have a little conversation here and talk about and kind of our observations and uh, these 10 points. Maybe Amy, we should start with our fa- you pick a favorite out of this list. What is the one that kind of leapt out at you as you' were reading it, and I'll share mine.
1: Um, Stepping out of the comfort zone. Okay. That was uh, number six. Uh, For real change to occur, they know they must continually be learning and integrating it. Because if you do the same thing that you've always done, you're always going to get what you got. Right. And if we are complacent and think we're doing everything just fine and dandy the way it is, and we're stuck in a rut or we're um, on a, you know, a groundhog day, Mm -hmm. um we're not really stepping out of our comfort zone. We're just doing habits. We're, we're remaining in habit. And it seems mm. like the only time we get out of our comfort zone, that's when real change begins.
0: <laughs> Somebody's come and pushed us off the cliff or pushed us into the deep end of the pool. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I, I'm all wet. I need to swim. I don't know how to swim. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> but you wouldn't learn how to swim unless somebody pushed you in. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you'd take lessons, right? <laughs> so well, you don't Well, think. that's
0: interesting. But sometimes we have to be pushed out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Sometimes, some, you know, uh, it's called an accident, not an on purpose. When an accident Accidentally happens. Accidentally on purpose. Accidentally <laughs> on purpose. But sometimes we have accidents, things that happen in our lives, unexpected mm-hmm. events.
1: When we're willing to try something new and um, step into the unknown, that's always in our Um, out of our comfort zone. Right. But when we're ready to try something new, then we have new experiences and we may not be aware of what those that those experiences are something that we would like, for instance, um, kayaking. The first time I tried kayaking, I didn't know what to expect and it was out of my comfort zone to be right. on a big huge river the first time. Wow. That was moving and
0: I went on a lake. I didn't I wasn't brave enough to do a river. I had no choice. <laughs> I
1: was with people who knew how to kayak. Oh, so okay. here I am getting into this kayak. Yeah. Never had the experience before. Never thought to do it before. Didn't think I would like it. Mm. Got in there and you couldn't get me out. 5 hours on that river.
0: Yeah, floating along, long time, paddling away,
1: paddling and yep. looking at the wildlife, and we stopped and had a picnic, that kind of thing. So mm. it was an experience that I, um, I, never imagined I could have. Just like when I went um, gliding. The, yeah, that's. I interesting. went on a gliding. <laughs> yeah, it was something I always wanted to do, but <laughs> never had the um, the guts to go do it. And then one day. Um, Uh, This person that came to the house to work on our um, lawn system Mm -hmm. um, said that he also was um, a glider. and Glider pilot? Yeah, pilot. And if I wanted to come along, he would take Hmm. me up. And I thought, um, sure, why not? (laughs) I mean, what's the chance that I'm going (laughs) to die? And
0: you didn't know that you were going to have a relationship (laughs) with a barf bag?
1: <laughs> well Oops. at first i had a this a, a, is your story sorry <laughs> was the video camera right Oh yeah. and i'm taking video pictures and he's like okay let's go over there let's look and he starts turning the plane you know yeah. and i'm like oh <laughs> and the, the the video camera it went down onto the floor and i found the bag really quickly really like, holy but, crap <laughs> but still it was out of my comfort zone and yeah. I learned some instrumentation there I um, learned so much I enjoyed so much of it and I'm glad that I stepped out into the unknown and beyond my fear of flying and now I mean I'm not afraid to go on a trip anywhere
0: yeah like I, I you know just as your husband and as your life your life and business partner I see you stepping out of your comfort zone all the time like you know getting back into quilting and different things and trying to paint, uh, do acrylic uh, painting and using different techniques and stuff. So I see you doing that all the time.
1: You just have, I get so many um, experiences I've never had before. Right. Um, I access so much more joy trying new things. Right. And I mean, I, I, may, um, I may fail but it's just a first mm-hmm. attempt in learning. Right. Um, I, a lot of my projects look kind of strange and, um, until I get better at it. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, I'm a real pro at it, and then I want to try something else. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Well, that's great. I'm glad you shared that. So it, it's a healthy thing to get out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Um, is basically, so, is that your observation? Is that, can we sum that up? Because I got my, my favorite.
1: Uh, let me see. Yes.
0: Awesome. Because you know my favorite is number three, the ability to see things as they are. Mm. When I first, when I started studying Buddhism, I studied Diamond Way Buddhism, which is the um, um, Karma Kaju tradition, an oral tradition where the teachings of Buddha are passed on from teacher to student orally um, one of the things I learned is that Buddha his people asked him what he did with his life he said I teach the way things are mm-hmm. and I heard that and it like changed my life because I when I'm emotional, when I'm disturbed, when I'm frustrated, when I'm anxious, I'm not seeing things the way they are. I'm seeing things through the projector of my mind. And the meaning and the the, the emotion and the reaction and the stories. Right. What
1: it. what should be happening.
0: Yeah, my yeah, you you shouldn't have said that to me or
1: <laughs> Right. And and people should not dress like that. <laughs> it's just wrong to wear polka dots and stripes and plaid all at the same time. <laughs> Ooh, that's special.
0: <laughs> but you know, but the ability to see things as they are—that—that uh, that really began a real period of awakening in my life. And I, over the years, over the last decade or so, I've observed that the people who are really comfortable in their own skin. The people who I'd consider, and, and some people who are masters, especially the masters, they just deal with the way things are. They don't get caught up in all the emotional bullshit.
1: They know what, they have, <laughs> the, what they have to work with, right? Mm. They're seeing things the way they are. If um, they say, okay, as an observer, this is what's the problem, or this is what's going on that is great, or whatever, as a result... I can make these decisions. You know, they can examine and confront everything going on, and then they can make some decisions and get into action. But if you've got some sort of story going on in your head, mm. and it's not true, and you're you're just lying to yourself or to somebody else or whatever, um, you know, you're not dealing with reality. Right. And then you end off in some tangent and and. Um, way of thinking that just isn't beneficial to you or anybody else.
0: Yeah, like another way of thinking about it is, have you ever been at a point in your life where uh, you're going along and you, you pull out a ladder? Okay, you you you're going along through life. I'll, no, I'll start over. You're going along through life and you come up against the wall. And, you, and you're just kind of stuck. you just like you, you kind of feel like you're up against it. Mm-hmm. And there are times in my life where I've experienced that and I thought, I need a fresh perspective and I, I'd get a ladder and because like, you're up against the wall. Because if you're up against, let's, let's imagine we're up, we're up against Donald Trump's wall, 30 foot high wall <laughs> or whatever and you want to get over the wall, I've got to happen to have a 40 foot ladder so I go and lean it up against there and you climb up the ladder and you look, when you get up at the top of the ladder, you look out and you go, um... How did this happen? How did I end up here? How did I end up at this point in my life? It's it, oftentimes it's because I hadn't I wasn't seeing the way things are. I was saying I was I was trying to make things the way I thought they should be, which was actually a denial of how what was actually going on in my life. And because of that, I started chasing squirrels and rabbits and dogs and cats and, and <laughs> ideas that took me down a garden path. Down the, down the, I, went, I didn't go down the rabbit hole. I went down a rabbit path and suddenly I don't know where I am anymore. I feel confused.
1: So you chose then to get up on that ladder and right. do something and go and take a look from up above and see what you could see. Or you could have sat on the ground and wallowed in your mire and. <laughs> I did some of that. <laughs> you know, and feel sorry for yourself and, and never really get past the, the whining stage and then you bring yourself down into a depression and you're, no, you're not happy and nobody wants to be around you. I mean, the situation Ew. can just get out of hand, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, you chose to be an observer and do something about it. and um, Right.
0: Well, what I didn't know then is that, that I know now, because we've been working on it for two or three years, is that there's a lost guru. There is a a, a witness to our lives. There is an inner God that can support us. So in the next podcast, we're going to read the next part of the book, which basically is, you know, what if instead of looking for an outside source, we were able to look at it for an internal source.
1: And I was thinking about what you said about the Mm. lost guru. Mm -hmm. Um, A guru sees things as they are as well right exactly Um, right and so our active witness of our life um it is a recorder of the way things were
0: or are it is the recording of the way things are at that moment which is the way things were Mm uh without bias with uh just the facts and with some insights We believe that there are insights that you can learn to access, which is why we started our business, Life Origami Corporation, why we wrote this book. So uh, we won't try to give you the whole book in every podcast. No. (laughs) But this is going to take us a series of weeks or months to go through this because what we thought we'd do, a a friend of ours, Michael Zeitgeist, uh, said he'd love to listen to the book, but he also wanted to listen to the book, but he wanted to hear us comment about it. Right. So that's what we're doing here.
1: It's um, the beginning of it. Um, yep. It's hard to just get... We're in the introductory part right now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our explanations will become more in-depth as we go along. Right. Um, so maybe the listeners are a little confused what we're talking about. It, um,
0: just keep listening. Yeah. It'll become clear. And the book will be available soon. We're just waiting for our ISBN numbers. And we'll put it, make it available on your favorite platform. Uh, get it as an ebook and a print book, and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, stay tuned for the next installment.